Here's a little heads up for our non-Spanish speaking podcast friends. This podcast is recorded in Spanglish. So please grab you a friend that speaks Spanish, have them translate for you, buy them a coffee, say thank you, and enjoy the show. So y'all gonna get these airplane voicemails because I couldn't have time to do this in the airport. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, the idea of people being proud of me. So I had to pause the voice recording because we were about to take off and now because of all this rain we're just dando vueltas in the runway so I guess I could finish my voice note now but um now I just want to talk about this idea of um people being proud of me and like I've lived in I moved to LA Chicago London and people tell me oh I'm proud of you I'm proud of you I'm proud of you but I always knew it wasn't gonna be there to stay right um and I felt like I understood they were proud of me for doing something maybe like bouncing out and not being afraid to find work somewhere and go out and do something different. Um, but I never felt brave because a lot of my stuff I left at my parents' house or in a storage and did what I had to do. Um, now, I hear people tell me that they're proud of me, my family members, um, my close friends, and I don't feel like there's much to be proud of. Um, because I always knew that this was a natural trajectory. I understand why they're proud of me, maybe for taking a leap and doing something permanently that, like, because I, I feel that this is permanent, and God willing, if everything goes well, that it's permanent, that maybe they wouldn't normally do. Um, but I know that, you know, I've gotten all my stuff out. I've got, like, a very small amount of things at my parents' house. And now it's a matter of kind of just starting my own life and a couple days ago I was telling somebody like I'm I'm really really nervous um because I don't know what's waiting for me there I know I have a very deep understanding of colonialism of our of the way that we interact with the government in terms of Puerto Rico Puerto Rican citizens rather um and also Puerto Rican citizens in New York but I have a deep understanding of that. I have a deep understanding of colonialism and how they do us super dirty. We can't vote. Um, we can't We can't do a lot of stuff. Um, we can go to war, which is crazy. Um, we don't have a lot of say over things. So and I'm nervous about losing my power. Um, I was telling my brother's girlfriend this. Like, I'm nervous about losing my power to vote. Um, I'm nervous about um, being away from my immediate family, but I'm also excited. Um, I'm nervous about not like getting my favorite stores to ship to me. Like Zara doesn't ship there, Nike doesn't ship there, and I didn't even tell y'all. So the other day I was at Apple, and there's something wrong with my computer. I needed them to ship it to me. I was like, well, I'm leaving to Puerto Rico can you guys ship it there and they're like oh sorry unfortunately we don't ship internationally 
which is very convenient. Um, same thing with UPS. They considered my packages to be international, um, although it is a part of the United States. So it's very interesting how they pick and choose when we're a part of the United States and not. Um, but now that just like, I think that my nervousness has turned into just like, just activo. Like I just got shit to do. Like now I'm in just get it done mode. I don't have time to be nervous about anything. I mean, there are things that I want to do out there in terms of just fighting for Puerto Rican rights um, in the United States and over there um, and making ways for us in terms of prosperity, um, further prosperity, because there have been people that have paved waves before me and people that are doing it now um, and I just want to come alongside and help with that. But, um, you know, I'm more, I'm more just like excited and like, it's just going to happen now. Um, funny, oddly enough, just now I was passing through TSA or just like before I was going to TSA when I was checking my bags, so I, I got these two heavy, like wardrobe stylists knows what these are, like these trunk, um, these trunk maletas that are huge and i was at the counter there was a dominican woman there and like a jamaican woman right so the dominican woman was trying to charge me 300 for both of my maletas the jamaican woman was like oh no just take some out of this and then make it a little bit lighter and we will only charge you for one and like just put the other stuff in the other maleta because it's going to be heavy anyway so that way it saves you 150 dollars so the Dominican lady was like bothered obviously like she was like whatever like over me like I could tell from when I got there she was like how many maletas you got I said two and so I had to go to the car get the other one she was like visibly like not, either just not trying to be there or just like annoyed whatever I don't care but um she also wasn't trying to help me she was definitely trying to charge me that $300 I was like girl like if you can help me help me the Jamaican girl luckily though she was like oh no just put one like just put some in the other because this one's lighter than that one and that way you only pay for one so luckily i only had to pay for one um heavy ass maleta which i was expecting to do the 300 but luckily um i got i saved 150 dollars thank god because out there you know my partner he's really nervous because he's like the economy out there it it'll drown you if you let it like you know you'll you'll think that you have a lot of money and then out of nowhere you'll just have nothing and things feel cheap but then they go quickly um because a lot of things don't last out there so you got to keep buying it or maybe i don't know just like he's nervous um which makes me a little bit nervous i know that working in film and tv i could always come back and forth so i'm not super nervous about my entrada de dinero but i could see why he is and then also like with the businesses that i want to do out there in terms of um things that i'll share with you guys later but just like this idea of people being proud of me i i'm proud of myself like i think i mentioned in the last pod on the last podcast like i'm proud of myself for um surviving in new york because that shit's not fucking easy like this shit turned on us real fast you know like in the 80s and 90s like you could kind of get by now it's like you really have to hustle oldy hard to make sure that you get by because to live decent there you're gonna pay two thousand dollars minimum a month 
for rent, which is crazy. It shouldn't be like that, especially for young families, people that are starting to have families. Like, luckily, I'm just now getting into that position, but, like, that stuff is hard as hell. So, um, you know, just I'm proud of myself right now for surviving in New York. I'm also proud of myself for um, a lot of the process that I'm going through right now. I want to... I want to gain back my femininity and, like, fight for my femininity again. I think that I'm excited to start on my terms, right? So, like, being born and raised in New York, I feel like I started on my parents' terms. Right now, going to Puerto Rico, I get to start on my terms. And, like, I'm going to therapy, reading a lot of books, um, you know, just everybody has traumas from childhood and just, like, healing my childhood traumas so that I could be exactly what it is that I feel that I was always supposed to be. And so for me, that looks like um, reclaiming my femininity. A lot of times in New York, you know, in the street itself, it gives you a very masculine persona of like just having to protect yourself, especially being a woman. Um, I'm excited to reclaim my femininity, um, but with with borders, with um with boundaries because um out there there's still a lot of sexism and I'm not with that shit like I'm still I'm a woman but I'm capable of doing things for myself and um nobody really helped me to get to where I'm at like I had people that did what they can but the majority of it fell on me and I had to be a big girl and put on get on my own two feet um that's mostly my own selfishness because I didn't want people telling me, you know, oh, I did this for you, I did that for you. I wanted to be able to do it for myself so that I don't really have to have anybody tell me about me later. Um, I did have help along the way, um, but it was the majority of it fell back on me. And a lot of the help that I got was also with contingencies, which was very annoying. So that's why I like to do things for myself. Um, but in terms of moving to Puerto Rico, there's a lot of sexism. That's another thing that makes me real nervous. I was telling my brother's girlfriend about, like, I don't like the sexism out there. Um, just, like, the way that they treat women is not, I'm not with that shit. Um, I would say that if you guys are looking into how to be better womanist, because I don't subscribe to feminism, because feminism is a very wide scope on what it means to be feminine. Um, and it's a very privileged um, perspective. The book Hood Feminism, like, changed my like. It's everything I, I already knew about, but like in my heart, it just affirmed so much things that I knew and kind of gave me permission as a woman of color to be like, you know what? Yeah, this shit is fucking hard for us, and I still love my black and brown men, and I still fight for all of us, and that could be can be burdensome you know um but yeah so here i am todavía dando vuelta in the in the terminal or in the in the gate but we're sitting on the plane it's raining real hard i'm excited to get out of here i'm tired of this weather i know in puerto rico it rains too but out there it's usually like it rains and it gets sunny and then it rains and it gets sunny um and i know that i'm I know I'm, su- I'm susceptible to, or I'm subjecting myself to 
hurricanes and all of those things but that's okay I know that God got me I know that I got me um and that's all that matters so I'm right now as I go out there I'm looking forward to reclaiming my femininity reclaiming my space in terms of living in New York we live in these fucking boxes man it's not even fair like studio apartments um out there I have a three-bedroom apartment um with a sala and a balcony and just like I could breathe finally um for a good price thank god um so that's what I'm looking forward to I'm also looking forward to reparenting myself that's something I think that if you've gone through severe childhood trauma you should really do um look into reparenting yourself giving yourself the permission to be childlike and child and like you know just like a kid again um but with boundaries obviously understanding your place in life understanding you're an adult um those things are super important to me right now just allowing myself to play with makeup to learn to admit that i don't know like i don't know shit about makeup if y'all follow me on instagram i'll be like hey do you guys know about this do you know about that because i really don't know i'll be on youtube all the time it's my favorite thing i'll be on there looking at all those tutorials on how to do makeup because i was never really taught i grew up super duper strict christian um so i wasn't i wasn't allowed to do a lot of that stuff so i'm looking forward to building out my furniture things that i wanted to look exactly how i wanted to look curating my space exactly how i feel it should be um just getting better from the inside out taking responsibility for my shit but also not letting people off the hook from their shit um i'm reading this really dope book about toxic parents um that if you feel like you had a traumatic childhood maybe you should look over and read um and it's just teaching me like i don't need to i don't need to forgive necessarily um to move forward but i can still remain in spaces with people that loved me that did what they felt was the best um i'm also not accepting that shit no more about oh i did the best i can like my man you do what you feel is best but I don't necessarily have to think that it was the best so that's another thing um just you know reclaiming my individuality my sense of self not allowing for people to put their narratives on me no more that was a real big part of um my struggle in like my teens and in my 20s like not allowing people to put their narrative on who they think I am on who they want me to be but allowing for me to define myself as exactly as I want to be. So now we're going to take off. Um, I'm going to holler at y'all when I land, maybe, or maybe it'll be too hectic. Um, I'm about to go pick up the car when I get there because my boyfriend's car won't be ready till next week. So um, just doing that. And um, I will hit you guys later or maybe tomorrow with another one uh, maybe just the process of us building out our furniture and what we're gonna do and coming up with a plan i'll let you guys know how that all goes also before i go i wanted to mention that the interaction i had with the lady the dominican and jamaican woman so i forgot how it came up i was like so busy trying to transfer stuff from one maleta to the other to make the other one heavier and one lighter um the dominican girl says oh because 
Puerto Rico isn't um, a country. It's a part of the United States. And I looked up because of all of I've been experiencing with like my favorite stores not shipping to Puerto Rico and like, you know, basic needs that I need that they're telling me I need to do out there, um, like my Mac and stuff like that. And UPS, people telling me that Puerto Rico is outside of the United States, you know, just like all of those things. Um, I, I looked up for her. I said, no, Puerto Rico is not a part of it. It's its own country, basically, I said to her. And she was like, she was like, oh, no, it's not. I said, yes, it, yes, it is. Because let me tell you something. I went to Apple and I told her the whole thing. And I went to UPS and I told her about that. And so um, she didn't feel dumb. She just looked quiet. I could tell, like, that was, like, she was, like, a, a little bit annoyed by it. But the Jamaican girl, I asked her, I said, because she, I knew she was Jamaican, but I just wanted to make sure. I could tell from her accent. She was like, yeah, I'm from Jamaica. I said, well, you know the relationship that you guys had with England in this, like, before the 60s, before you guys got free? And she was like, yeah. I said, that's exactly what we are to the United States right now. And so she was like, oh, I understand. So people over here screaming because the plane is mad turbulence. Maybe I'll keep you guys on with me because I'm a little bit nervous. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Feel like I'm gonna throw up, but um, nah. She was just like, she was just like, nah. You know, Puerto Rico is a is a part of the United States. I'm like, no, girl, it's not. Ooh, I wanna throw up, y'all. It's so much turbulence. I don't wanna let y'all go, but I might have to. Ugh. So update. Thank God everything's okay. The turbulence got real crazy. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not even scared of turbulence like that. And that shit made me mad nervous. Like, I had my hands over my eyes. I had to, like, stop recording, close the, the ventana next to me because I was getting so sick. And people around the plane were laughing and shit. Like, Puerto Ricans are hilarious. We be laughing at, like, stupidish, like, our pain and shit. Like, it's mad funny. But I wanted to throw... I get, like, really bad motion sickness, so I just how to cover my eyes my hands were my clothes so i had to just like put them over my eyes so they calm me down and so luckily we got past the turbulence um it really felt like they just like bum rushed their way into the sky they were like all right it's now or never it's really how it felt for a second i never get scared during those things but honestly that shit actually really did scare the shit out. i never get scared i never never get scared but like i actually started to pray in my mind because i was like it was it was scary my stomach kept going up and down people in the back of the plane were screaming some people were laughing um it felt like a roller coaster like literally like a roller coaster it was crazy um not that but yeah with that story with that lady i was just like i'm done with y'all telling us about our narratives man like y'all not gonna tell me about who i am i know who i am like we're we're a country we're not gonna keep going back and forth with y'all i'm i'm not gonna keep going back and forth with y'all like it's convenient when we're not you know it's convenient when we are like no just we're a country because if it's sometimes we are and sometimes we aren't i'm gonna just go on the side of we're a country and that's it that's it we are because you don't get to do that when y'all need us it's not right um not that we I'm gonna holla at y'all when I get back on the ground or tomorrow or something. Bye. Cafe.
Oh, that was called 